Hi, my name is Tara, and I want to welcome you to the View from Israel podcast. Our motto is, The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. The View from Israel was born on the Black Sabbath of October 7, 2023, from the need to present valid and confirmed information to the public. Our social media hashtag is View from Israel. Our podcast is available in all major podcast directories. You can listen to it in your favorite podcast app. Our free newsletter is on Substack and comes out approximately five times a week. Please take note. We are not associated with any political movement or with any outside institution or company. Our entire budget comes from advertisements in our podcasts and newsletters and videos, memberships and donations. This is The View from Israel, where we believe silence is no longer an option. We are guided by one major principle. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Now let us go to our podcast. There is a muted joy coupled with deep sadness, a feeling of achievement along with abject failure. Eyes bear witness, while the heart warns against the coming gloom. Most of all, hope is fought with fear and despair. Never mind there was a last-minute snafu, to which no real explanation was given. Finally, the hour of 4 p.m. was set as a deadline, on Friday, November 24, 2023. The hours ticked by. Every television station in Israel carried a banner on the bottom of the screen. Five hours until the hostage release. Then, four hours until the hostage release. And so on. We knew that Yahya Sinwar, the shot caller for Hamas, lived for one thing. To get his terrorists back. We also knew we were being psychologically manipulated. The price was three to one. Three terrorists for one hostage. Terrorists who had planned, hurt, and maimed Israelis inside Israel. So far, none have actually killed another person. But these terrorists were allowed to return to their homes inside Israel. One such terrorist literally lives next door to the woman he knifed in the back, in front of her five children. Today, that woman and her family are in fear for their lives, inside the country that swore to protect them. Inside the country that did everything to protect the hostages. No matter. Thirteen are home, along with all the Thailand workers, who were kidnapped as well. Thirteen women and children. Let me say that again for the dumbass who did not believe this happened. Thirteen women and children. Their pictures are in the accompanying newsletter post, and those pictures are not AI-generated. And tonight, we will go through the same drama. And tomorrow night. And the night after. Night after night, for four nights, we will be subject to this drama. And every one of those nights, we will want to know, has any of the hostages been hurt? Did any of them suffer? It is too early for such news to trickle out. Physically on television, they looked as if they had been through a great ordeal, but all could walk on their own. The psychological scars are much harder to reveal. Some are returning to news that their loved ones were murdered, on October 7th. Some are returning to broken families. Some had to leave family members behind in captivity. Ruth Munder was released along with her daughter, Karen, and grandson Ohad. But her husband, Abraham, 
who is 78 remain behind. You to the right, you to the left. Selection, the feared Nazi. Selexia. Do we have a say? No. Can we protest? No. Let us move on to the details of the Munder family. 54-year-old Karen Munder and her 9-year-old son Ohad were visiting her parents, Ruth, 78, and Abraham, in kibbutz Niraz, when Ruth, Abraham, Karen, and Ohad were kidnapped by Hamas terrorists. Karen's brother, Roy, was murdered in his home. Let us now move on to the next family, the Aloni family. 44-year-old Daniel Aloni and her 5-year-old daughter Amelia were kidnapped from kibbutz near Oz on October 7th. They had been visiting Daniel's sister, Sharon Aloni Conio, to celebrate the Sinchat Torah holiday. Daniel and her daughter were kidnapped to Gaza, along with Sharon, Sharon's husband David Conio, and the couple's three-year-old twin daughters, Yuli and Emma. Let us move on to the next family, the Katzasher family. 34-year-old Doran Katzasher and her two daughters, four-year-old Raz and two-year-old Aviv, were kidnapped while visiting kibbutz near Oz, near the border with Gaza. Katzasher's mother, Efrat Katz, was murdered on October 7th. Efrat's partner, Gadi Moses, was kidnapped to Gaza along with his ex-wife, Marvelet Moses. The Israeli government and the military leaders, politicians, and military will answer for all of this. That you can be sure of. Hamas will pay for this. That you can be sure of. Too much has gone wrong, too much has changed, without an accounting to take place. The Israeli journalists also have their part to play in all this. Some are idiots. Some are drama queens. Some push their own agenda. But for now, and just for now, we are going to leave the blame game behind us. There will come a time and place for it. Of that you can be sure. And of course, there were others. The elderly, the infirm, the sick. Yet there were so many left behind. So many! And now for the next three days, we wait on each day, as the drama plays out. When will the delays begin? And they will. Who will be released? And who will be left behind? Who will suffer? And who will die? And as we wait, our soldiers are in danger every second. Hamas rearms and plans. Terrorists are let back into our streets, to wreak havoc and death. Who will answer for any deaths that occur now? Who will take responsibility? Who will console the grieving families of soldiers killed, while we wait for this drama to play out? Who will stand up and finally say, in the famous words of Harry Truman, The buck stops here, and so we are trapped in this ongoing drama. Part one is over, and we wait for the next parts. In all honesty, we wait for the shoe to fall from the heavens above. Many do not like any inference to the Bible in such a newsletter or podcast. Leave religion out of it, they rant. This being said, about a war all about religion and not nationality. It is well nigh impossible not to think of the biblical statement made in Jeremiah these days. If only because it keeps that small flame of hope of going if only because it allows us to wake up with a bit of hope in our hearts. As it is written in Jeremiah, chapter 31, verses 14 to 16. Thus says God, a voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation, and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, 
she refuses to be comforted for her children, because they are not. Thus says God, Refrain your voice from weeping, and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, says God. And they shall come back from the land of the enemy. And there is hope for your future, says God. And your children shall return to their own border. Your children are returning again, Rachel. They are returning. But God, at what price? What price will you finally demand from us? What test awaits us? Sometimes, God, too much is too much. I cannot stop weeping, my eyes flood with tears. This was supposed to end with the Holocaust. And yet again, you bring to our door an enemy worse than anything Satan has dreamed of before. As Hamlet told Horatio, There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Or as you warned in the Old Testament in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, either are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Bring them all home, please. All of them. Every last one of them. The people of Israel deserve it. We demand it. Thank you for listening. Once again, our podcast is available in all major podcast directories. You can listen to it in your favorite podcast app and soon on our YouTube channel. Our free newsletter is on Substack and comes out approximately five times a week. Either use the links in our profile here or just go to substack.com and search for The View from Israel. You can subscribe via an email address. It is totally free. There is no paywall. Please consider subscribing, giving us a like, and sharing this podcast and our newsletter with your friends. All donations and memberships are greatly appreciated. If you wish to advertise with us in our podcast or in our newsletter, please contact us at advertise at viewfromisrael.com. Please take note. We are not associated with any political movement or with any outside institution or company. Our entire budget comes from advertisements in our podcasts and videos and newsletters and memberships and donations. This is The View from Israel, where we believe silence is no longer an option. We are guided by one major principle. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Have a wonderful day.